Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. This podcast will teach you how to get healthy and remain that way naturally. Welcome back to Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. My name's Aaron. I'm the co-host of the podcast. When we left you last week, we were in the middle of a strong discussion about food additives and nutrition labels, what to look for, what to stay away from. So we're going to pick up right now where we left off last week. Enjoy this second half of the conversation. Thanks for listening. Anyhow, so we're going to talk about bad fats and good fats. We talked about, I guess we talked a little bit about the good fats. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another good fat. All right. So there's a guy that I like to read. His name is Dr. P-E-R-L Perlmuter. Um, he's, he's written a book, um, Grain Brain. He's written a book, Build a Better Brain. I've read both of those. And I think there's another one he's written. He's written several, but he's, he's great. I, I like the guy. Um, and I follow a lot of his stuff, but one of the things he said, brain food, grass fed meat, because it has omega three fats, avocados. Yeah. That has a good saturated fat, avocado oil in it and coconut oil. That's a medium chain triglyceride. He said that is a cornerstone for healthy brain function for a healthy body. You know, I held on to that. Thought that was really good. I, I also eat, um, I eat all that on a regular basis. I'll have coconut oil on a daily basis. Uh, I'll have avocados on a daily basis, and I'll have grass-fed meat on a daily basis. Can you get grass-fed meat at your grocery store? You can, but it's pretty expensive. So what I would do is I would just, um, you know, go local. Find somebody local that's got grass-fed meat. Like a butcher? Uh, not a butcher, a farmer. Farmer. Maybe a farmer, I mean, maybe a butcher, but really a farmer is where you're going to get it at because those guys, they're always looking for somebody. It's sad to say, but um, a lot of these farmers that grow grass-fed meat, they don't make a ton of money. Yeah. They're kind of out by themselves. You know why? Because big government doesn't support them. Right. Big government supports, you know, the guys that are growing the corn and feeding corn yeah. to their – because when you grow the corn, you have to use the corn. So where are you going to use the corn? Feeding, feeding the animals. Yeah. So it's a loop. They have to have somebody to buy that corn. And that's that. So that's how that gets supported. So the the grass fed guy that's trying to grow healthy animals, he doesn't get government support. He's all on his own. Yeah. The only support he gets is from the community. So if your community starts buying grass fed, you're going to support a good business that's going to add add value to your to your health and your family. So that's going to require just a little bit of research, and somebody could probably find that in their oh, local yeah. area. I'm guessing you could – what you do is you talk to people that are in holistic circles. Maybe talk to somebody that, that sees a chiropractor regularly. Talk to somebody um, that does acupuncture. Somebody that looks healthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and what you'll do is you'll they'll probably know somebody, or they'll know of somebody that knows somebody. And next thing you know, you got a guy that's you know within 10 minutes – where you can just, you know, talk to them and you, you just place an order and you go pick it up sometime. Just make sure you have freezer space. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I don't take a, I don't take health advice from sick people. <laughs> That's a rule of mine. Yeah. I, don't, I don't take financial advice from broke people. Right, you right. Know, same, same type of deal. Uh-huh. Well, cool. Okay, so so bad fats. We've, we've talked about the good fats. What about the bad fats? Well, um, we talked about 
I, we didn't talk about trans fats, did we? No, not yet. Okay. Um, so the trans fats are really bad. You know, um, trans fats uh, are very highly refined, basically vegetable oil. So anything that you see that's clear or yellow oil sold in big jugs uh, would be vegetable oil, soybean oil, peanut oil, corn oil. Now, wait a minute. Peanut oil, I thought that was good. It's processed. Okay. Yeah. So it's not so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so the, these oils, they're omega-6 polyunsaturated fats. They produce inflammation. And the inflammation goes into your body. And again, it's like we talked about. If you get a lot of trans fats in your body and you eat a lot of foods that contain high fructose corn syrup and you don't have the omega-3 fats, you know, that's pretty rough yeah. on your body. Um, so, you know, the trans fats, the, the word trans comes from a, it's a, it's a chemical structure term. There's trans and cis fats. I'm just going to guess, but over 90% of the fats in nature are cis, but it's just the direction of the, uh, the groups on the carbon bond. Um, and so what happens is it's, it, this trans fat has a different structure, if you will, than the cis fat. So when these get into your body, um, it changes the structure of your cell membrane. And so you might say, oh, well, what does that mean? Well, you've got receptors on your cell membrane. They're like, like that door. It has a keyhole on it. you got to have a key. Well, a receptor on a cell is for, say, like your thyroid has receptor sites for iodine. Okay? Okay. So iodine can come in there, open it up, get into the cell, and your iodine works nice. Everything's good. When you get trans fats, it gets into your cells, and it changes the cell membrane structure, and it changes those receptors. So it can keep the iodine from coming in to your thyroid cell. Well, what, what's, what's so big about that? Well, in order for your thyroid cells to be healthy, they need iodine. That's with any cell in your body. Your, your body has all these receptor sites, these cells, for trans, neurotransmitters, for hormones, for all the minerals, all this stuff. And so when you're changing the shape or the structure of a cell membrane, that alters the structure and the function of those receptor sites. So it shuts things down. Um, you know, things don't happen like they should. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's just not, it's not a good thing to have. And so, you know, what you want is you want um, oils that are cold-pressed. Um, notice there's no heat. When things are cold-pressed like olive oil cold press or the virgin press that's the first press and and when it's cold it's 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 just coming right out of the olive and it's it's virgin it's good for you it's unadulterated can you get coconut oil that's cold pressed um coconut oil see olive oil is a it's an unsaturated fat okay it's it's an omega-3 fat coconut oil is a saturated fat in other words, it's hard to explain, but there's no room for a fatty acid on there. It's all it's all what you'd call hydrogenated in nature. It comes naturally like that. Okay. okay. And so oh, I'm kind of making 
some errors here. Hold on a second. Okay. So coconut oil is a medium chain triglyceride. It's saturated. So what saturated means, anytime you see a fat that is solid at room temperature, that's a saturated fat. So coconut oil is different. Now, olive oil at room temperature, is it liquid or fat? It's liquid. It's liquid. So that's one of the properties of an omega-3 fat. Olive oil would be one. Fish oil would be one. Um, You know, different oils that you'd find in your meats and stuff like that of grass-fed animals. So that's a property. But, but the you know, like the uh, coconut oil, that is, you know, that's really healthy for you. That's not a trans fat. Good. Because we use that a lot. That's We use that in cooking and, and uh-huh. all, all sorts of things. Yeah. Well, what can you give us some examples of, of trans fats? What they, uh, I know they increase increase our risk of, of health problems, but are there any specific health health issues that trans fats uh, point to? Well, um, yeah, it, it increases your cholesterol. It increases your your bad cholesterol and lowers your good cholesterol. That's something you don't really want. No. Yeah. Um, some other things that it does is. Uh, it increases inflammation in your body. Um, and as we talked about earlier, it, it affects the way your cells function. So, you know, your, your cells, receptor sites on your cells don't work as well. So you're going to have issues with your blood sugar regulation with the trans fats. Um, you're going to have cancer. Oh. Um, brain function. That's another one. Um, so brain function, your body needs omega-3 fats. If you've got trans fats in there... Um, you know, we talk about the myelin sheath around the nerve. That's like the insulation around a wire. Yeah. Um, that myelin sheath, uh, you know, you want omega-3 fats. Uh, the, 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 the fat around your brain, the structural fat, the fat that helps your nerves function, omega-3. Um, you know, there's two, two chemicals or two acids in the omega-3 fat that's important. It's the EPA and the DHA. One is for structure. The other is for function. Your brain should be about 60 to 70% omega-3 fat. So guess what? If you keep eating omega-6 fats and you deplete your body, do you know what your body does? It says, hey, don't be taking my omega-3 fat from my brain. That's the most important area, so it'll preserve that area. But when you start continuously having a negative intake of omega-3 fats and and increasing omega-6 and trans fats and all these others, bad fats, um, it's going to affect something, you know, and typically, you know, you'll have somebody all of a sudden that has a psychological break, something happens. And that is a, that is a big contributing factor in mental illness. Um, It's in a lot of the books. Dr. Stoll, he's a neuro psychopharmacologist at uh, Harvard and he wrote a book basically about fish oil oh I can't remember the name of the book I got it here on the shelf but uh, one of the biggest things he talked about is is, is getting omega-3 fats into people with mental health illnesses stuff is, is fish oil a good source I, I'm sure it is it's the omega-3 connection okay that was the name of the book I'm sorry what were you saying of fish oils is there a difference I, I, I'm sure fish oil is an excellent source of, of omega-3s but is there a difference in fish oils are there fish oils to stay away from yeah what, sh- what should a listener look for uh, when shopping for fish oil 
Well, the big thing is, unfortunately, with a lot of the coal mining, um, manufacturing, things like that, that increases a lot of mercury, goes up in the air. Okay, and then when it rains, you get this mercury into the waters, in the oceans and stuff like that, and that affects our that affects the fish. So a lot of fish are heavy in mercury. There's some fish like tuna that they're saying if you eat tuna every day out of a can, you know, you're you you could be getting mercury poisoning. That doesn't sound fun at all. It doesn't, but there's certain lists of fish that you can eat that have low mercury. So what you want is you want a fish oil that's been purified. They have pharmaceutical grade fish oil that you can get. Now, the fish oil, I I take tuna omega oil, but it's run through bentonite clay, which is a purifier. And then they they do some other things to it to get rid of the the impurities. And so I'll take that. That's that's what I take a lot of. Um, You know, and you can eat, when you eat grass-fed animals, Mm -hmm. that has the same omega-3 fat in it. Not, not, Not fish oil. But the same structure, which your your body likes, is an yeah. essential uh, fat. Well, that's good because fish not on my menu. I, I don't eat anything really? that ever swim ever. I don't eat anything from the ocean, and I know I'm depleted because of that. Really? Yeah. I just yeah. don't like the flavor. You I don't like. The, you ever had like? Uh, you ever had grouper? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've tried it all. I've tried it really? all. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's something I just don't eat. I yeah, don't eat, I don't eat it. But so I do you, eat meat. You do? Okay. Yeah. That's good. Love meat. Yeah. Where do you get... Okay, we were talking about these trans fats, and, and we kind of got sidetracked talking about fish oils and omega-3s, which is a good sidetrack to take. But where where we're going to find trans fats? Where where does trans fats... I, I suppose if I go down the store and pick up a banana, it's not going to have trans fats in it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope no. Not. But if I pick up banana taffy, it's probably loaded with trans fats. It's banana taffy. Oh, yeah. I used to love banana laffy taffy as a kid. Oh, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, well, I mean, gosh, they're in just a ton of things. You know, what's happened, too, is is a lot of the, the legal, um, the way manufacturers are able to label things on, mm-hmm. their, on their food labels. You know, there's been a lot of good lobbyists that have fought this but you know they were not wanting to put any ingredients on their list but it's it's law they have to put the ingredients that are in there in descending order in other words the first ingredient you see is what's most what's in it the most and a lot of times that's sugar i've noticed yeah or they've got several different forms of sugar yeah yeah um but one of the things that they slid in is if it has less than two grams of trans fats, you can say zero grams of trans fats. Now that seems that to me seems criminal. It seems so dishonest. Well, it's legal legalistic lying. They paid for that. They paid to lie, so that's legal lying right there. Wow. <laughs> it's it's rationalization with money attached to it. Yeah. So um but no, so you can get a uh you know, big old Cool Whip. Is that Cool Whip what it's called? It's Cool it's, Whip, yum. yeah. It's uh <laughs> it's called uh you know, zero trans fats. You'll yeah. see it on it. It's yeah. got less than two grams per serving of frozen whip topping. Made with water, hydrogenated fat, and high fructose corn syrup <laughs> as the main ingredients, yet it still has zero trans fats. <laughs> 
So it's got trans fats, but we're going to say it's got zero. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the more I learn about the way our government operates, it's another follow the money type thing. Anytime you can follow the money, you're going to you're going to get your hands on the the culprits. Well, the other thing is is government and intelligence don't go hand in hand. No, That's a paradox. Sir. Absolutely yeah. not. So lack of intelligence with a money trail, that that leads to a lot of that's, a lot of hurt people. That's I think our Lord and Savior said it best when he said the the love of money is the root of all evil. But that's yes. that's a different podcast. It is. <laughs> so another thing, and this really gets me, is the MSG. Now I remember when MSGs first hit the scene back. I think it was in the nineties, or the, it may have been the eighties too, where where we first heard about they were they were villainizing. Uh, Asian foods because it was loaded with MSGs. That was the first time I'd ever heard of MSGs. Yeah. Um, and it's a food additive. We haven't talked much about artificial colors, but I, I don't know. Artificial flavors. That's that's MSG is one of the biggest artificial flavorings that, that they put in it. But um, So MSG causes you to binge eat. It causes you to crave. Um, not only that, you can get headaches or allergies and MSG is very damaging to your gut. So your gut, what we're finding out now is your gut's just one of the most important things as far as the bacteria that are in your gut. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if you're eating these processed foods, especially all these artificial flavors, high fructose corn syrup, it just wreaks havoc on your gut. And there's, there's a big thing now we're, we're talking about called the gut brain connection in how this bacteria, this bacteria is actually, these are bacteria that aren't even part of your body. You've got about three pounds of bacteria inside of your GI tract. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And so it's like a, a farm. And so when you eat bad food, you have bad bacteria that cause diseases, cause bowel problems, cause all kinds of things. Not only that, but those bacteria talk to your brain and give it bad info right I guess. right and you have all these autoimmune conditions these allergies and sensitivities and uh it's a mess so but msg is going to really affect your gut bacteria what is msg it, it, well, does it grow in nature or, or? Uh, it, it's called msg stands for monosodium glutamate oh um that sounds very factory made to me. <laughs> it sounds well, I, like something yeah. you could cook up in the in the in the lab. Yeah. So MSG, the problem with MSG is on your food labels, it's not gonna be just MSG. Right. I've never seen MSG listed that I know of. Yeah. They they're playing hide. They're they're hiding it, you know, because there's been a lot of news reports on MSG. So, you know, that feeling you get after you eat some junk food and you're wanting to eat more, um, it triples your insulin production, which leads to more storage of belly fat, which is what we don't want. Right. Um, so some of the hidden hidden names are flavors or flavoring. Oh, I see that on everything just about. Yeah. Yeah, enhanced flavoring, things like that, or anything that contains enzymes. Really? Or modified enzymes. Hydrolyzed. Hydrolyzed. Sounds like now, it's been dipped in yeah, water. Yeah. I'm, I'm basically, <laughs> I, I don't know this stuff 
because when you eat organic and healthy food, you don't have to know this stuff. Okay. Yeah. I'm reading off of a list here from Dr. Amen's book. Um, anything with the word glutamate in it, autolyzed plant protein, autolyzed, autolyzed yeast, barley malt, bullion and broth. Really? Bullion and broth like the little cubes? <laughs> they got like MSG. Said, I'm reading off a list here. Uh, this is not my area of expertise. Well, I got a jar of those at the yeah. house. I'm going to throw it away. Carrageen. Now, carrageen, and that is kind of a new thing that I've come across because a lot of people started drinking almond milk and coconut milk. Yeah. And I can't remember what the carrageen does, but, you know. That sounds apparently scary. That's a scary word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, carrageen, I guess they can put... MSG inside the carrageen, and they can call it carrageen. Okay. Gelatin, glutamate, glutamic acid, hydrolyzed plant protein, hydrolyzed vegetable protein, which is called HVP. Yeah, and, and protein sounds, you know, that almost makes that sound healthy. If I saw something that featured hydrolyzed plant, uh, plant protein, I would think, hey, I'm getting my proteins here. Yeah. And maltodextrin, malt extract. Monosodium glutamate, natural seasonings, protease. Protease is a, is a enzyme as well that breaks up proteins. That's all I know by the name. Stock. Stock. I, I you know I don't understand that, but textured protein. <laughs> That's insane. Yo mammy. U m a m i. Yo mammy. <laughs> Vegetable protein extract, yeast extract, yeast food or nutrient. Yeast food or nutrient. See yeast nutrient. Sounds healthy. If I saw something that featured hydrolyzed plant protein and yeast nutrient, I'd say, hey, <laughs> sign no, me up. I wouldn't. <laughs> Why would you take a plant protein? Now, that, that's, this is a simplicity of you don't have to know all this stuff because broccoli is broccoli. Oh, I love broccoli. Yeah, there's no hydrolyzed plant protein in broccoli. Hydrolyze is a process where they split the hydrogen off of something. Um, but that's monosodium glutamate. So, you know, they're taking our food and they're just adulterating it and putting it in processed food. And people are saying, this is, this is food. Okay. It's not food. Gotcha. These are anti-nutrients and anti-nutrient is something that destroys cells in your body. It destroys tissues, organs, triggers all these autoimmune reactions in your body, causes inflammation, brain Issues with dementia and Alzheimer's, high blood pressure, diabetes, you name it, arthritis, all itises. Ugh. Yes. So I, this is a side note. Now, I have a, a nephew that was in the Marines, and I also have a son-in-law right now that's in the Army. And he talks about eating MREs. Meals I, ready to eat. Yes. I'm familiar with those. So. Not a fan of them, but familiar. <laughs> there's more than five... <laughs> 500 ingredients. Wait. In that little bitty... In an MRE, yes. That packet is about the size of a postcard. Yes. And most of them are unpronounceable. In fact, this guy says he couldn't find chicken on the label. It was a chicken-like substance. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's not funny, but it is. Yeah, that's Dr. Hyman. Dr. Hyman and Amen wrote this book together. So, chicken-like substance. Well, so for my son-in-law, Vince Olivares, um, who I really care a lot for, 
because he's my son. He married my daughter, and he takes good care of my daughter. That's good. He talks about eating MREs while he's in the desert. He just does horrible with them. Well, that's why. It's not food. Yeah. But they can last for a century, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because of, of all the artificial flavors and ingredients. That right there should be enough of an example to not eat processed foods. Okay. Now, here's, yeah. here's the thing. We've, we've been talking about you don't have to know this stuff if you eat organic. But... Sometimes that's, at least in my case, eating organic sounds great. I just cannot do it sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. I just can't do it. So give me, just just kind of for me, give me some of the most common additives uh, and chemicals in food that I should stay away from. I don't know. I mean, you're asking me. <laughs> I mean, you know, I guess, I mean, right off the top, Anything with high fructose corn syrup in it is horrible. Okay. Now, that one I know because we've talked about that a lot, and I do look for that. Okay. Something else would be trans fats. I would stay away from trans fats. Okay. Trans fats, I'm I'm very familiar with those, too. Okay. MSG. Those those three are the worst. MSG, trans fats, and high fructose corn syrup. Okay. Okay. Good. That, you got to stay away from that. Now, um, then we got artificial sweeteners. I know to stay away from those. Yeah. Soy. Anything with soy in it. Protein isolate. The, the, the problem with soy is it is an endocrine disruptor. So I don't it want messes, my endocrines disrupted. Right, right. So your thyroid, your adrenals, your pancreas, your liver, um, you know, your ovaries, gonads, it interrupts those. So... You know, that can produce problems with cancer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, calcium caseinate, that's in dairy. Sodium and calcium caseinate, yeah. Um, artificial flavors, a lot of times they'll have MSG in them. Okay. Colors and dyes. Sulfites, um, that leads to a lot of allergies and inflammation. Nitrites, nitrates, those are in deli meats. Now, this is another thing that gets me mad. Uh-oh. Oh, this is frustrating. Is a lot of people will go on these ketogenic diets yeah, or keto. low-carb diets. I'm all for that for a season. I'm all for that. I think it's great. But don't go to the lunch meat counter because there's so many additives in your, in your lunch meat. It's ridiculous. It's frustrating. Oh, boy. You'd be angry with me if you went to my fridge. Well, no, I wouldn't be angry with you. I'm just like, hey, you're out of luck, man. You think you're getting, you're eating healthy when there's you're eating? There's no nutrition at yeah. all. Yeah. I mean, you ever had, all right, so there's country ham and there's, what's the other ham? Uh, Let's see. They, they have like yeah, two. At, at Cracker Barrel, you get to choose between country ham and uh, oh, what's the other one? There, There is another one there. So anyhow, there's two different kinds. One has a ton of salt in it. And, and this is another thing. Salt does not make your blood pressure go up, especially if you have sea salt or Himalayan salt. That's the pink salt. It stuff. will not make your blood pressure go up. Yeah. It has 84 minerals in it. Your body, when you crave food, that's probably because you're craving salt. Okay. Salt is great for your body. It's not going to increase your blood pressure. Toxins, like what we've been talking about, MSG, artificial flavors, trans fats, high blood sugar, that is going to increase your blood pressure. Okay. This is another scam here, okay? We're not going to talk about the sugar. We're not <laughs> going to talk about the trans fats. We're not going to talk about artificial flavors or any of that stuff. 
but salt can make your blood pressure go up. Yeah. People kind of understand that. It's the toxins in your body because what happens when you have toxins in your body, guess what your body has to do? It's got to get rid of them. It can't get rid of them. So what does it do? It dilutes it. What does Uh it hold on to? Water. So if you have high amount of toxins, you've got more bloating, higher blood pressure, issues with kidneys. I mean, all kinds of problems. So to say it's the salt is ignoring the elephant in the room. It's a red herring. They're throwing at us. They're throwing that red herring at us to okay. to draw attention away. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you don't like fish, so that really gets you mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay. Yeah. I mean. That, that gives me some idea of what to avoid, and I think our listeners too. Now, before we log, before we sign off, I want to, I'm a coffee lover, and, you, and you've you talked to me before about, about my coffee intake, my caffeine yeah. intake. Uh-huh. But I've heard some some good things about caffeine. There are some mixed things about caffeine, but this is the first thing I'll say. Okay. If you're drinking coffee because you don't have energy and you're using coffee to keep you up on a regular basis, you don't need to drink coffee. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I was one of those people. I was one of those people. Um, I don't think I use it as like an energy drink. I think I just enjoy a nice cup of coffee in the morning. I do too. I agree with you. Um, the other thing I would say is the way God made us, you know, the sun comes up in the morning. Yeah. When the sun comes up, that light hits our eyes, you know, um, it starts to wake us up. That's when our, our adrenal glands start to kick in. That's probably a good time to drink coffee if you want to. But what happens is you better be physically active because what will happen is it will throw off your metabolism. Okay. It can, if you drink a lot of coffee. Now, I just drink a cup in the morning occasionally, maybe once every two days, three days. I was drinking more, but I had to get off of it because it was, I was relying on it for some of my energy. Um, if you have issues with your sleep and your energy, beware of the coffee. Um, the other thing is, is try to get organic coffee. And again, organic coffee just means there hasn't been a lot of pesticides put on it, more artificial ingredients. And organic coffee is not extremely expensive, but you'll have a full flavor. Okay. Less caffeine if you want, dark roast. More caffeine, light roast. Okay. I've done this before. I've tried the light rose. It will knock your socks off. It really will. Organic. Yeah. And to me, I don't. I haven't explored this much, but if you have a light rose coffee, I would think it would have more nutrition. Now, so, what kind of nutrition can you get from coffee? Uh, oh shoot, I have no idea. Is, yeah, I, um, you know, I will say this. I've been reading some information on. Um, your nervous system and how to stimulate your vagus nerve and your vagus nerve, your vagal tone. And one of the things they said was to drink black coffee with, with nothing in it. And black coffee has a bitter taste to it. Yeah. When you put things in your mouth that are bitter, it actually stimulates your vagus nerve. And that's very beneficial for your vagus nerve because it goes to everything in your body, especially in your gut. And so, you know, a plain old black coffee that's organic, it's bitter, can really help with your vagus nerve. Increase that tone, which is what you want to do because it's 
It's lacking tone so often because of our crazy lifestyles. Well, that has been uh, interesting. And I guess coffee, like anything else, is okay in moderation. As a matter of fact, one of the books you gave me to read had had a list of pros and cons of coffee. And the cons w- was about twice as long as the pros. But some of the pros are, you know, it helps maybe lower the risk of diabetes and uh, can help with constipation, um, it helps performance, uh, things like that. But there were a lot of cons, too. So I guess it's like anything else. A little bit is is better than a lot. Yeah, I think from individual to individual, if you're somebody who's drinking a couple pots of coffee a day. That sounds bad. Yeah, you just need to... You need to just get real with yourself. Um, for me, I could easily drink multiple cups of coffee, but the additives, the stuff that I put in there, aren't always good for me. Yeah, I like you know? a, I like a strong black coffee, and I uh, I limit myself to one cup a day, but it's a big cup. I've got one of those yeah. those uh, tumblers, turf sixty tumblers. ounces. No, 60. it's not sixty. <laughs> I think it's about thirty ounces. Thirty ounces. Yeah, I think it's it's it when I pour the, when I fill it with a, a fresh pot of coffee. It, my coffee pot says it's four cups. Yeah. So I'll tell you the, the stuff, the additives, if you look at the additives that you can put in your coffee, oh my, what's that show? These two guys from Hollywood, um, they were stuntmen and they do all these. Oh, Mythbusters. Mythbusters. Yeah. They took uh, non-dairy creamer and they were trying to prove that this non-dairy creamer powder was just a couple of steps from rocket fuel. Yeah. Did you see the episode? Yeah, is that, it's, a, it's flammable. It's <laughs> yeah. highly flammable. And it's very flammable. <laughs> you know, and so, you know, when I'm looking at nutrition, should I be eating stuff that's flammable? No. I mean, my common sense says probably not. Not that I'm going to have a spark inside of me and blow up, <laughs> but that's not, some of that stuff's not too far removed from rocket fuel. Yeah, that's amazing. You know? yeah. So, you know, your additives, just like on your salads, on your foods, in your coffee, that's what the bad thing is. I don't think the black coffee by itself is bad, but you know you can put some coconut oil in there. Um, that doesn't add a lot of flavor to it, though. Unfortunately for me, you put um, butter in yours, don't you? Grass fed butter. I, I did, and I was, but I stopped the grass fed butter. Okay, good. Because I've got a d- issue with uh, dairy, and so that kind of got me mad. So I started putting <laughs> ghee in there. Ghee is clarified butter. Yeah. I have no idea what it is, but it, <laughs> it really didn't help a whole lot. So uh, it's I'm G-H-E-E, a, I think. Ghee. G, yeah, yeah. G, I mean. Yeah, we've got, it, we got some of that at our house. Yeah, it's it's probably been there for a long time, hasn't it? <laughs> no, it has not. No, oh, you actually no. use it? Yeah, but Lori okay. uses it on everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm using it as a butter substitute. Yeah, that's it's actually healthy for you. But um, it's not like butter. So, you know, I'm changing as we're talking with this show. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make improvements. I and, love that. And that I'll tell you awesome. this. I got rid of dairy four days ago. And my ears are doing a lot better. I used to have a lot of fluid in my ears and mm-hmm. stuff. That's the first thing I noticed when I got rid of dairy. First thing. I mean, I used to have a lot of yogurt. I mean, I'm talking really good organic yogurt. I used I would drink milk straight from the cow, cream from the cow, all that stuff. And I got rid of it all. And uh, I, I've got a lot better focus. I think I'm, I've got more energy. So I'll keep you updated on it. I've got another 
they say it really kicks in after about 10, 10 days to two weeks. I'll be very interested to hear hear yeah. about that because I, I drink dairy. I eat butter. I love it. I milk. In fact, I got I got dairy straight from the cow sitting in my fridge right now. You're welcome to take it home with you. Wow. Yeah. I might just take you up on that. Okay, there you go. Well, Dr. Banning, this has been a, 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 a very good topic. I've enjoyed this talking about uh, nutrition label, uh, things to look for. It's been a lot of fun. Now, we had earlier this week, we had a class here at your office and if you're in the Middle Tennessee area, um, contact us because we're going to be doing it again. We're going to be doing yeah. another detox class. We're going to do it again. In fact, uh, we're going to be touching bases with the – we had several people start last Monday. We're going to be touching base with people this Monday and see how they're doing with their detox. Um, but several people have started already. I've, I've started ramping it up, um, but uh, I will definitely officially start this Monday. Fantastic. If you're interested in a detox program, give us a call here, especially if you're in the Middle Tennessee area. Call us at area code 615-672-7878. Uh, we're located on Raymond Hirsch Parkway in White House, Tennessee, and that's where we get the name, White House Chiropractic Nutrition and Massage. And also, um, just contact us for anything. There's a contact page on our website at whitehousechiropractic.com. We can answer your questions there. Uh, cover, we'll cover them here on the podcast, or we can uh, give you a call or an email straight back at you. Uh, do you have anything else you wanted to add before we before we leave? Uh, nope, nope. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to talking about something more positive instead of all these negative things that are put in our food. Good. I'm what do we got coming up? Shoot, I don't know. Let's talk about the vagus nerve, or let's talk about the you know the bacteria in your gut that affect your brain. That sounds like a good one. It's fun. It's okay. fun. It's amazing. All those subjects and more coming up on future episodes, so make sure you subscribe. If you've got a minute, go ahead and leave a review uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. Thanks, Dr. Banning. Happy New Year to you, and I'm looking forward to this year of uh, podcast and information. Yes.